Welcome back to the Kaiser Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Coble. Now, we're going to do something a little bit different because we're going to add a new segment to this podcast. This segment is going to be entitled Business Insider. So this week, at the end of this episode, I'm going to attach the interview that I had at Sitting Pretty with Monique and Sharon. And I hope that y'all enjoy that as we continue to work hard to bring awareness to the businesses that are available to the people in the city of Kaiser and to try to get people to come out and support our locals. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get started with the podcast. We're going to do what we normally do. We're going to start out with local news from the past week. The Conquer the Dam 5K took place. It's a great fundraising event for Mills on Wheels, even with the heavy rainfall. Participation for the event was really good. Uh, the winner overall was Anthony Saunders of Ridgely, or Sanders of Ridgely. He finishes first with a time of 17.31.4. In the 40-plus division for the men, Billy Meek of Kaiser was the top runner, the top female runner was just 13 years old that is the youngest i believe that they've ever had for the top female that was ainley friend of kaiser and she posted an amazing time of 23:41.9. in the women's over 40 class the winner was ashley kitzmiller of oakland in the 60 plus year div- 60 plus year old division cindy bowen of Amherst, Virginia, and Bill Wagner out of Uniontown, Ohio, were your winners. That's incredible that they have people that are over 60 years old still running these races. That's, yeah, blows my mind. I'm 40, and I wouldn't even attempt it. Um, In way of Kaiser City Parks and recreational areas, they continue to improve upon these locations. As we've mentioned in the previous episode, the kiddie pool, baby pool, whatever you want to call it, got torn up at the John R. Shelton Pool in Kaiser. And work is currently underway to have it replaced in time for the summer openings. That way the little tykes will have a place to go and dip their little toes. The basketball court at Brooks Park has finally been repaved and work on the walking trail service is finished. That's a great, uh, great thing to have done. I notice more and more people using the walking trail. Kind of gives you a change of scenery instead of being on a track and just doing a big circle. You get to walk around and have your environment change. I know from myself that always helps to keep things from getting boring. And the basketball court needed repave, so that was a good thing to have done. Our Mill Meadow Park is going to be getting a covered picnic table area, and the city is hopeful that they're going to be able to accomplish some long overdue maintenance to the gazebo located out there at the Mill Meadow Park. I know I love that park. The gazebo has always been one of those places that I always like to go to take pictures. It just had a very beautiful, picturesque setting. Our local primaries were held this last Tuesday. Very low percentage of voters took the opportunity to participate. People, we complain, we gripe every year about who we have running for office. Yet when we have an opportunity to help make a decision on our main candidates for the GOP and the Dem- Democratic Party, we don't show up. If we're going to make a difference, it starts here at the primaries. Less than 50% in most counties in the state of West Virginia showed up to vote. So... We're relying on a very small fraction of our society 
to determine who is going to be making laws and passing bills for every one of our citizens. That's just crazy to me. I don't know why you would want to put your fate in the hands of so few people. If you think that your vote doesn't count, well, guess again. You can look no further than the new District 88, where the top two GOP candidates are separated currently by a single vote. It is a one-vote difference. This county is going to be parts of Hampshire and Mineral. Uh, we expect a decision on this race by the end of today. Both counties have, are to have their provisional ballots and uncounted absentee ballots taken care of so that we can have the results. On June 14th, the West Virginia Department of Education is going to host ceremonies to honor the 2022 Golden Horseshoe winners at 2 p.m. located at the West Virginia Culture Center. Celia Cole, Benjamin Hevner, and Zane Pope from the Kaiser Middle School are going to be honored on that day. So congratulations and keep up the good work, young men and women. Kaiser also uh, got some news that a hibachi food truck is going to be coming to the area. I hope I say these names right. I'm terrible with names. Vibi and Bri Putra are moving to Kaiser and opening a food truck. Vibi is a culinary school graduate and chef from Bali, Indonesia, with an abundance of experience as a hibachi chef. Bry is a Kaiser native who is working on their master's degree from West Virginia University. For more information and updates on when the food truck is going to start, I encourage you to follow their Facebook page, and that is entitled Putra's Hibachi Grill. So we look forward to a new diner. State news, Justice C. Haley Bunn of Oceana, that is located in Wyoming County, has become the youngest woman to serve in the West Virginia Supreme Court. Her term will last her now until 2024. She is a graduate from West Virginia University and West Virginia University College of Law. She has a strong reputation and is known for her work prosecuting doctors, dealers, and distributors of illegal opioids and illegal opioid prescriptions. The application deadline for low-income residents to receive energy assistance has been moved back to May 27th. This federally funded program assists in paying home heating bills. The eligibility is based off of income, household size, and the responsibility of the applicant to actually pay the bill. The annual income of applicant must not exceed 60% of the state median income. Applications can be picked up at the local DHHR offices. Now, most of you saw the adventure of the two barges that broke loose on the Potomac River during the heavy rains and flooding last week. We had our very own Huckleberry Finn Tom Sawyer event on the Potomac without the people. The larger barge, well, it traveled four miles down the river before becoming stuck. And the other one, the smaller barge, went 25 miles now, while the smaller barge has been removed, the larger one is still being watched closely until they're able to get the equipment to recover it. The contractor now gets to work with the Maryland Department of the Environment to develop plans for recovery of all the equipment that fell into the river and for any possible spills that occurred. So you want to talk about a nightmare day for that contractor. I can only imagine the headaches that he is going, he or she is going to be facing for quite a while and the fines that are probably coming to them. Now, our quote of the week comes from Albert Einstein, 
And his quote is, logic will take you from A to B. Imagination will take you everywhere. Our joke of the week, how do you stay warm in a room? That's easy. You go to the corner. It's always 90 degrees. Fact of the week is that snails can sleep for three years. Now, you think you have a boring job or a boring life. Realize that somebody, in order for this to even be known, somebody had to watch a snail for three years. Watch it do nothing for three years, and then all of a sudden realize that it it moved. Uh, That's an incredible waste of time and energy, but clearly somebody felt the need to do it. Let's move on to Kaiser High School Sports. Uh, This year's list of PVC Scholar Athletes. I am going to name each and every one of them, whether you like it or not, because these kids deserve this recognition. Avery Smith, Hunter Powell, Sage Miller, Alexis Shoemaker, Dimitri Schultz, Allison Smith, Hannah Felton, Lily Tucker, Lauren Annabelle, Janiah Layton, Alex Denslausik, Eric Guy, Abigail Davis, Bryson Bush, Harris Boggs, Samuel Bradfield, Zoe Broadwater, Kaylin Kessner, Caitlin Hevner, Alexis Reed, Samuel Hamrick, Seth Ernest, Dylan Wilson, Rebecca Beiser, Alea Horner, Lonnie Pridemore, Chase Evans, and Benjamin Oates. All these young men and women maintained a 3.5 GPA or better while participating in at least one sport for their junior and senior year. That is an incredible feat. Congratulations to each and every one of those athletes. Just goes to show you just how many smart, intelligent young men and women Kaiser has participating in athletics. So I'm, I'm extremely proud. Listed in the top five. Okay, this is different. Top five class AA, a defensive lineman in the state of West Virginia for 2022 is Gabe Ryan, and he has been ranked the number two preseason defensive lineman in our state. So congratulations to him. I do realize it's just preseason hype, but I am more than uh, happy and more than positive uh, to say that I can assure you Gabe will be working to make sure that he either improves or at least maintains that position within the defensive lineman ranking. So congratulations to him on the early recognition. Our tennis team, as you well know, a large majority of the players went to states to compete. It's a hard place to be. It's a lot of great talent. I'm sure if you ask most of the players, they did not obtain their goals. But I can promise you this, they gave their best and they had a lot of fun. So congratulations, though. We'll go out to Hunter Powell, who finishes as the boys' single position three, state runner-up, and also Hunter Powell and Caleb Kitzmiller, who played in doubles position two and became your tennis state runner-ups. So congratulations to all the kids, because they all deserve that congratulations. They all had a great season, and we are very proud as a community of the work that you have done. For softball, our ladies absolutely destroyed Grafton 9-1. They have become the 2022 sectional champions as of this past Tuesday. We had a three-way tie in hits by Taylor Likens, Allie Smith, and Charity Wolf, who each had two. Leading in RBIs was Taylor Likens, who had three, and that was followed by Alexis Shoemaker and Avery Everline, who each had two. 
Riley Mangold continued her dominance on the pitching mound, going five innings and striking out ten batters. Now for the for the men's baseball team, they played five games in five days of sectional action. Not only do I want to congratulate these young men for making it through five days, I want to congratulate the parents who made it through the five days. That is a lot of showing up and showing out, and I'm sure for the mamas, it was a lot of washing of clothes. And congratulations if any of you dads actually took the time to do that for them. On Monday, the Tornadoes defeated Grafton 4-1. Noah Broadwater and Seth Healy would lead the way with two hits. Seth Healy would also lead the team in RBIs with two. Pitching for Kaiser on Monday was Evan Jenkins. He went seven innings, striking out five batters. Then on Tuesday, Kaiser gets their backs pushed against the wall as they suffer their loss at the hands of the county rival Frankfurt by a score of one to nothing. Luckily, it takes two games to lose, to get knocked out. Uh, of course, that game was pitching and defense, honestly. I mean, it was an incredible uh, struggle by both teams to, to hit the ball. Patrick Liller and Caden Youngblood each got two hits, but like I said, Kaiser unable to get any scores, any runs across the, the plate. Pitching a solid game was Noah Broadwater. He went seven innings with eight strikeouts. Then on Wednesday, the men get things turned back around. They played Grafton again. This time they beat them 8-6. Samuel Bradfield leads with three hits on the game. Connor Bennett adds two. Noah Broadwater and Connor Bennett each have two RBIs for that game. Seth Healy pitches five innings with four strikeouts. Then on Thursday, they have to travel to Frankfurt since Frankfurt won the first game. They have to travel to Frankfurt. And this time they walk away with a victory with by a score of 7-5, to five, forcing another game in Kaiser on Friday. Patrick Liller and Samuel Bradfield would have two hits, while Noah Broadwater, Andrew Rotruck, and Samuel Bradfield would each have an RBI. Pitching for Kaiser was Connor Bennett for four innings with four strikeouts, and Samuel Bradfield for three innings and one strikeout. Now Friday's game, championship game. What can I say? This game is what dreams are made of. It's what memories are going to be permanently etched in the hearts and minds of each one of these young men that participated in this game and probably a lot of the parents and spectators that were there to watch in a very hard-fought battle. Kaiser's down one. There's two outs. They're facing elimination. Guess what? Kaiser would win on a walk-off home run by Noah Broadwater. In way of hits, it was a team effort. Noah Broadwater would lead in RBIs with three, and then pitching seven innings was Evan Jenkins, and he would strike out seven Falcons. And with that win, our men's team are the sectional champions. Track and field on Wednesday, the men and women competed in the Region 1 championship. The men's team would claim the regional championship title, in the 100 meters, PR in with Seth Sines with a time of 12.22 and Malachi Blow with a time of 12.27. For our ladies, Kiara Kessner would have a time of 14.51 and Hadley Courtney would have a time of 15.46. In the 200 meter, Keith Lawrence takes second place with a time of 23.41, his new PR. Also PRing was Malachi Blow with a time of 24.78. And for our ladies, Kiara Kessner with a time of 30.71. 
in the 400-meter run. Seth Ernest takes second place with a personal record and an extremely fast time of 52.50. Jack Stenslausik sets a PR with a time of 53.33. In the 110-meter hurdles, Lonnie Pridemore takes first place with a personal record of 16.41. In the 300-meter hurdles, Lonnie Pridemore takes third place with a time of Oh, a personal record time of 44.37. Also PRing in that event, Colin Selesky with a time of 44.46 and Pierce Barnett with a time of 46.82. In the 4x200-meter late, our ladies' team, Del Signor, Kessner, Broadwater, and Layton take third place with a time of 152.83. In the 4x400-meter relay, our team of Stanislavski, Boggs, Parks, and Ernest takes third place with a time of 337.57. In the 4x800-meter relay, the team of Ernest, Denny, Powell, and Parks takes third place with a time of 842.89. In the 4x110-meter shuttle hurdles, Selesky, Barnett, Selesky, and Pridemore take second place with a time of 102.45. Shot put, Gabe Ryan grabs second place with a throw of 47 feet 4 inches. In the discus, Dimitri Schultz takes third place with a throw of 126 feet 10 inches. PRing for the ladies was Faith Hamrick with a throw of 73 feet 9 inches. In pole vault, Griffin Powell grabs second place with a personal record of 11 foot 6 inches. Also PRing in that event was Alec Dietrich and Christopher Fury, both with a 10 foot vault. In the long jump, PRing was Malachi Blow with a jump of 17 feet 3.5 inches. Qualifiers for the state meet that was going to take place in Charleston on the 18th and 19th of this week are as follows. Seniors, Parker Anderson, Harris Boggs, Seth Ernest, Lonnie Pridemore, Dimitri Schultz, Maddie Broadwater, Scarlett Cameron, and Janiah Layton. Juniors, Pierce Barnett, Trenton Denny, Christopher Fury, Anthony Mealy, Eden Parks, Griffin Powell, Gabe Ryan, and Colin Selesky. Sophomores, Keith Lawrence, Gavin Selesky, Jack Stenslausik, and Kiara Kessner. And freshman Alec Dietrich and Abby Del Signor. So good luck to each and every one of you athletes that are having the opportunity to go down there. Once again, take it serious, but have fun. This is a once in a lifetime event. You just never know when it's going to be your last chance. So we wish you the best of luck. Y'all have made us proud, and I know that you will continue to do so. In Potomac State College Sports News. Men's baseball falls to Hartford Community College in the Region 20 Division I tournament on the 9th in Bel Air, Maryland. The men lost 10-9 in the first game and 15-7 in the second. On the 12th, the ladies defeated Anna Rundell Community College in Region 20 Division II tournament 3-0. Both Alexis Bailey and Taylor Townsend had two hits, and Taylor would also lead in RBIs with two for the game. Brianna Stocks would pitch five innings and strike out nine batters. On the 13th, they defeated Hagerstown Community College in the double elimination round, 11 to nothing. Alexis Bailey once again would lead the team with three hits and four RBIs. Taylor Townsend would take the mound for five innings and strike out five batters. The following day, the women would play and capture the Region 20 Division II Championship against Hagerstown again. This time by a score of 15-6, to six. the Lady Catamounts, Grace Walsh and Madison Anderson, would both have a team-leading three hits, while Alexis Bailey and Taylor Townsend would lead the team with three RBIs. Pitching the championship game was Brianna Stocks for five innings with five strikeouts and Taylor Townsend two innings. The Lady Catamounts will now be heading to Alabama to play in the national tournament on May the 24th. We wish you ladies nothing but luck. Events around the area. 
May 20th. Curtis Boggs is going to be performing at North Branch Brewing Company on the outside patio starting at 7 p.m. The Burlington Volunteer Fire Department will start hosting a community yard sale and vendor show on the 20th in Burlington. That's going to start at 8 a.m. and it's not going to wrap up until the 22nd at 5 p.m. On the 21st, Mineral County Tire Collection will take place at Tamar Incorporated Trucking Glass Plant Access Road in Kaiser from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Only tires from state residents will be accepted. There is a 10-tire limit, must come from a passenger car or light truck, and has to be off the rims. The Working Theory will be at Indy on Main at 8 p.m. They're going to be performing their immersive audio and video show titled Truth Be Told, Tickets are $10 at the door. Sour Mash will be performing at Honey Honey Bar at 9 p.m. till midnight. And Mike Whitehead will be playing at Dig Deep Brewing Company at 8 p.m. On May 22nd, you got Taco de Mayo at Canal Place Festival Grounds in Cumberland, Maryland. Come out to the area's first ever taco festival where they will have several taco vendors, bands, and drinks, whether it be cold beer or soda pops. On May 24th, there will be Paint and Sip with Lens Art Studio at the North Branch Brewing Company at 6 p.m. Prices will be $42 plus taxes and fees. Your ticket is going to get you a beverage. It's going to get you a pizza or an appetizer, and it's going to provide all the supplies needed for the art class. Now, you have to purchase tickets in advance. I'm assuming that you're going to need to go to Lens Art Studio down on Armstrong Street or North Branch Brewing Company right across the road from her, um, to pick those tickets up. There's also sign-ups going on right now for the Kaiser Area Recreational League Basketball Camp that is going to take place early June. Uh, They're having, or they have openings for 42nd through 4th graders and 21 spots for grades 5 through 8. If you're interested, go to the KaiserAreaRecLeague.com get your spot before they're all gone cost is going to be $30 and it includes a t-shirt they also have going on right now the signups for the Miss Strawberry Shortcake pageant that takes place during the Strawberry Festival in Kaiser the deadline to register is coming up very quickly it is May the 20th they ask that you contact Miss Strawberry Shortcake 2022 Facebook page or reach out to Brittiana Davis for registration forms now, that's all I have for you for this week at this moment, but this is our first edition of Business Insider for the City of Kaiser. This is where we're going to take an opportunity to go and talk to our local business owners. We're not going to focus on the big names or the big uh factories and stuff like that where they have millions and billions of dollars backing them up but we're going to talk to the people that actually matter the people that care about their community and are doing their best to provide our locals with something different so we're sitting here at sitting pretty and i assure you i am not very pretty but the two (laughs) ladies that are joining me today they are the pretty faces so with no further ado we have Monique and Sharon. So, Monique, you are the owner of this operation, is that correct? That is correct. What made you decide, I want to open up a shop in Kaiser? Well, we, we kind of, it actually started as a friendship 
business venture between me and two friends, which it used to be called Ellen and Boutique. Okay. Um, we decided to go separate ways. We had different aspirations. She kind of wanted to go in another route business-wise, and I kind of wanted to stay in in the style that we were kind of already doing, but adding a little elegance. So I went ahead and took it on alone, and with the help of my mom, we actually added on a scent side of the business, and we have over 250 scents, perfumes, colognes, and we make tarts, we do candles, we do um, body scrubs, body jellies, all natural, made right here in Kaiser. That's incredible. What has been so far the biggest hurdle that you've had to face as a business owner in the city of Kaiser? Um, really getting the name out there because there's... As you know, the, the newspaper, we only get it a couple of days a week now. Right. So that, that's a big thing. Um, and it, unless you have a lot of money, the radio ads are crazy. So that that's kind of not a route that you want to go as a new business owner. So I would say getting my name out there and letting people know that I'm here. Because when people do find out that I'm here, then they do come in be, because they had no idea, like, my big seller is salon grade hair products. A lot of people don't realize they don't have to go to LaVale, to Ulta, and to Sally's and places like that to get those hair products. They can actually just get them right here. So yeah. once they do find out, they usually, they always usually do come in. And now right here is 117 Armstrong Street, correct? That is correct. All right. So if you're uh, traveling down Armstrong Street, it's just I guess if you're coming from Martins, it's right before you get to the courthouse. It's on the left-hand side of the road. Sharon, you do the tarts, is that correct? Yes, I do. And how did you get involved making tarts? (laughs) I had a daughter that said, let's make tarts. (laughs) (laughs) So we decided we would make tarts, and they've been very successful. Mm -hmm. Our number one sellers are Hansel and Gretel, Fruit Loops, uh, Lucky Charms. Uh, baby powder, fresh linen, fresh linen, and downy, downy. fresh. There, there's those are, those are our top ones, our top sellers. Do you have anything ocean scented? No, no, I don't no. think we have any. We we do have ocean scents, uh-huh. like there we we have one that's called Ocean Waves. Um, I because I do make a scrub in it, and okay. so we do have that scent, and we have the capability to make it in a tarp. But like I said, we have over 250 cents. We haven't even, like, scraped the surface with how many different tarts we could do. But right. it's learning process, learning curve, seeing what people like. We even got chocolate chip. Yeah, chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookie. My wife is huge on the waxes and mm-hmm. tarts and stuff like that. Personally, I, I get lost a lot of times I, I walk down the candle aisle and she's stopping and like picking up every candle and popping the top of it and it's like sniffing i'm like just pick one you know what puts off the strongest odor because that's what needs to mask the 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 kids running through the house smelling of sweat you know well we have a lot of customers that talk about the chocolate chip it smells like you're baking chocolate chip cookies the, in the kids house. walk oh, in the wow. house and say mom are you making chocolate chip cookies today no i'm sorry we're not doing that today you know how overweight i would be if i was constantly smelling <laughs> chocolate chip cookies right? uh, that hunger urge would just be consistent she said the kids got really upset with her because she she wasn't really baking cookies <laughs> 
she said, but mom, it smells like you're baking cookies. So, so you said you have the, the tarts and do you need a minute? So we took a small break right there. Uh, we had a customer come in uh, to Monique's store. And I will tell you this much. These are two of the friendliest ladies I have ever met in my life. And I guess that's part of the, the lure of small town shopping uh, is that you get that, I don't know, camaraderie and that. The personal touch. Yes, the personal touch. Perfect, Monique. Perfect. Uh, personal touch from the people that are working there. You know, they're not absolutely frustrated to be where they're at. I'm not saying they don't have bad days, but. <laughs> At least they want to do what they're doing, mm -hmm. and it's a dream and a vision that they have. So it brings a, just a different level of personality uh, to the people that you meet. So We need more to come out and support small businesses in this area. I agree completely, and hopefully this will somehow in some way reach some people that may not understand just what is in Kaiser and being offered to them. So... You talked briefly about the tarts, and you said you got the hair products. Mm -hmm. You also have a boatload of other stuff as yeah. well. I see makeup. Yeah, we carry um, makeup, and then we have um, paparazzi jewelry, which anybody that knows paparazzi, everything's $5. So okay. you get a necklace and earrings for $5. And it is, it's like nickel-free and dye-free to where, like, it, if you have really sensitive skin, it doesn't really irritate it. So, so that's actually kind of surprising with being so cheap. And it won't turn your skin green? Now, I can't guarantee that. Now, right, because that's part of the body, yeah, right? Exactly. That's just your chemical reaction. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can tell I'm speaking like a man because I didn't really necessarily know for sure. And then I'm like, once I said, I was like, wait, that's probably a body but reaction yeah, more than anything it's, else. It's your chemical balance and like how much iron you carry because it's the iron that actually causes it to turn green. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people that you'll hear them say, if you rub a piece of jewelry on you, like, and it's gold, if it turns you colors, then you're low on iron. Oh. That's where that comes from. <laughs> Well, that explains why I had the green ears way back in the day and got my ear pierced, you know. And I was running low on iron here. Uh, I Did pulled them know? out because I thought they were infected or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, we do have the Strawberry Festival coming up. Which What's is going to happen there? June. It's the, week, it's the first weekend in June. Um, they actually set up vendors all the way around the courthouse. And then they'll have bands, live music. They said they're doing something out at the South End, too. And plus, they're having a duck race in New Creek. A duck race? Mm -hmm. Real duck? No. Uh, we're talking it's rubber duckies. You have Burton. I wonder if Burton Ernie will be there <laughs> pushing the rubber ducky down <laughs> through the... <laughs> that would be comical. You'd get a good turnout if you had that happen. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, I also noticed that you have clothing. Yeah. We, we carry Umji. It's a boutique line of clothing. I'm actually running a sale on it right now, trying to get it out so I can get the spring line in because we're slowly into summer now. I, I'm trying to get everything that I have in out so that I can get the new in. Okay. So, All right. Because it, it, it's a very small shop, so it's you don't want to bury yourself in stuff because then it just looks tacky. Well, I, I think y'all have done a wonderful job. I think it looks very presentable. And the products are not cheap-looking products either. You you have a nice... But they uh, are cheap. And that's hard to beat. 
Yeah. It's hard to beat, and it's hard to find. It really is. It's harder. It's getting harder and harder to find a decent price mm-hmm. and a decent product. Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic. You got purses as well. Yeah, like those purses you're looking at, they're only five dollars. Oh. <laughs> okay, you need to stop saying stuff like that because I can tell you this much. My wife will be coming down here, and then I'm going to be broke. <laughs> I have a couple husbands that they smile every time they see me. <laughs> and it's not a good smile. No, they're like, leave my wife alone. <laughs> so uh, you also have a Facebook page, is that yes. correct? Mm-hmm. We go live every Wednesday. Live on Wednesdays, yes. you do, sometimes I've seen bingo. Yeah. What's we, the deal with that? The bingo, we put a bundle together. It could be a couple different things, and then um, they buy spots. There's 15 spots, and depending on the cost of what the items are, mm-hmm. depends on how much the spots are. But, like, this week we did a, a wax warmer and tarts and an ounce of oil. And it was only $3 a spot. And I only sell 15 spots, so there's, you're only going against 15 people no matter what. So That's fantastic. That way you don't have, like, 40 people fighting over one thing. So makes your chances better, too. So, right. And that was always a game my mom enjoyed. So she always, <laughs> when you doing another bingo? When you doing another bingo? So I brought bingo back, and then I actually had somebody request yesterday to do another one so i I think i'm going to kick another one of those off but mostly the lives we i just run that's where i run my sales okay so like if if there's something in here if it's going to be on sale wednesday nights is going to be the night that it's on sale all right so you heard it here people make sure that you're tuning in to monique's facebook page her sitting pretty facebook page on wednesday nights so that you can see what kind of deals are being cut each week 8 p.m now you also started something i guess is relatively new i seen it not too long ago on your facebook page but where you're putting pictures on different items it's called sublimination sublimination Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm talking to a psychiatrist when i hear (laughs) sublimination you know (laughs) like something's going to be posted into my brain here (laughs) subliminally and uh She's going to convince me to spend $500 before I walk out the door. <laughs> now, the things that I like to show how it works, I've used my own family. Like, I did coasters with my family on it. And then I actually did a puzzle. Like, it's an actual puzzle puzzle. And it has the family on it. And it's an actual picture. But it doesn't have to be a picture. It can be a logo. It can be whatever it is that you want on there. You can put it on there. Okay. Now, what's the prices usually range on that kind of stuff? Like for cups, they're usually about $20. Earrings, 15 um, For a set of the coasters, they're um, 20 It's like $5 a, a coaster, and you can pick the pictures you want on them. And then the puzzles are 10 Okay. So I, like it. I try to stay reasonable because a lot of people, there are a few people in the area that does sublimination, but I just feel like they overprice a lot. Right. Because, like, their tumblers are running for 25 and $30, and I just think that's a little, a little steep. So, like I said, I always try to go low where everybody else is going high. And once again, that a lot of times is the beauty of a local Mm -hmm. uh, member of the community because they understand the hardships that everybody else is facing. And they don't want to just jip us and and take advantage of us. They want to make a nice living, but at the same time, make sure others can do the same. Exactly. Now, you said the sublimination... 
there seems like I feel like there's something else. Are y'all do y'all do shirts? Yeah. That's part of the sublimination. That is still part of the sublimination. Yeah, but I also do um vinyl too. So like I've done vinyl now for fifteen years. Um, so like vinyl graphics, like the stuff really? that you see on the windows and stuff like that. Yeah, we do that. And then um, yeah, so like I do all my own graphics as far as that kind of stuff. I can do vinyl t-shirts or I can do the sublimination t-shirts because sublimination is ink to where vinyl it's that it's got that film. Okay. So I come in here expecting just to talk to an everyday business owner, and I'm talking to somebody who seems to be a master of all trades, to be quite honest with well, you. It was quite <laughs> impressive, honestly. My, my major was business. So my thing was, what kind of business do I want to do? I mean, and I initially started out teaching gymnastics up the creek, and I had my own gym. I had 86 girls. Really? But my body <laughs> was getting old. <laughs> And it was getting to the point that I had to pay more coaches instead of me being able, because I used to teach at the Y. I mean, I, I love gymnastics, and I was a cheerleader and did all that kind of stuff. So I was doing the choreography for area teams and all that, but my body said enough. <laughs> like, I'd come home and be ready to die. So I was like, maybe I need to get into something a little more nonchalant, not jumping around and being crazy. So this is where this came into play. Now, speaking of which, we we talked briefly there. You're talking about getting older and things getting hard. Not only do you run this shop, you work another full time mm-hmm. job. Yes, I work at the Burlington Children's Home. So, a lot of times you hear people say, "Well, how come these small boutiques and shops in these small towns aren't open all oh, day every day?" Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Well, people, that's part of the reason, because a lot of your locals that are trying to run nice little businesses that you can come and shop in are not able to make a full living off of that Mm -hmm. shop. No, because I keep my prices so low, I don't make a killing, so I do have to work over there, and I I work night shift, so I have to sleep sometime. Wow. Now, you you said you have a daughter? I have two daughters. Two daughters. Mm -hmm. I have a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old. Wow. That are both in sports. So <laughs> so we're keeping up with sports, we're working mm-hmm. night shift, and we're running our this. own shop. Yep. <laughs> so people listen right there. That, that tells you you don't have a good excuse for not chasing your dreams. Because if you're going to do it, it's, it's not easy. Mm-mm. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, it comes down to a want to. And clearly, Monique has the want to, <laughs> to, to put a product out for you, uh, Kaiser Rights, and offer y'all an opportunity to get something close by. You don't have to go to Cumberland, Maryland. You don't have to go to Winchester, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And it'll stay. be cheaper here. Yes. And <laughs> at four fifty for a gallon of gas, you're going to save a boatload exactly. of money by just going downtown. Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Before we kind of start to head to the direction of wrapping things up, give me a history on y'all's family in Kaiser, if you don't mind, so that some of the people, I know a lot of people know y'all, and you're I'll, I'll, known I'll throughout <laughs> the the uh, the town, but there's a lot of people that have moved into the area that may not be as you know familiar with y'all so if you could give us a little bit of history i'd appreciate it well my mom and dad are retired military air force um dad had 22 years in the air force as a master sergeant and he retired it's been 
25, 30 years ago now. And he came back, and he used to be known as the VA man. That's how everybody knew him in this area, because if you needed help getting your benefits for the VA, he was the man to call. So, And then um, he retired from that, and now they're both mom worked at Walmart for 24 years. And she recently retired in the last two years, three years. Has it been four? Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize it's been that long. So, and then... Um, they were actually the first interracial couple in Mineral County to get a marriage license. Really? Yes, they were. And I'm proud to say that. Yeah, they'll be married 50 years. Congratulations. And uh, there's not too many people that can say they've had that feat. I mean, if you look at the divorce rate in this area, it is very high. Yes. I mean, uh, I'm divorced. Now my sister and brother are both married. I, I do have a brother and a sister. I have two daughters, um, Aubriana and Mariah. They're both cheerleaders. Aubriana is running for athletic queen this coming year for Kaiser High School. She'll be a senior. Hard to believe I'm going to have a senior, but <laughs> we're coping with it. We're coping with it. We're just saying I, I'm not getting older. I'm just not going to get any older. That's right. I'm just going to stop aging. We're only as old as we feel <laughs> in our minds and in our hearts. Yep. Yep, that's all. I mean, that's pretty much the background of our family. Oh, come on now. You're, you're not telling the whole story there. <laughs> oh, God. What? Now, you told me you weren't originally from Kaiser, were you? Uh, no, well, I, I moved, and I went, well, right out of high school, I actually moved to California. Wow. Yeah, I had this burr up my butt, and I wanted to leave town, <laughs> and I came back really soon after, and then I went to Richmond, Virginia, and I was down in Richmond, and um, I came back when I got pregnant with Bree, and then I... Left again for a minute, and then Dad got sick, and then I came back again. I, I just keep coming back. It's just something draws you back. I was going to say, there's this huge magnet. <laughs> I graduated. I moved away, and a year later, uh, I was back in Kaiser as well. And, you know, I, I think it's important that people realize, too, that... Small-town environment's good yes. for your kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, a small-town environment. That's perfectly said. A small-town environment is good for your kids, and Sharon's playing shy here. That's a good point, though. Small-town is better for kids. And the grass isn't always greener. We look at other places, and we think, oh, look at what they have to do. They have but the same problems. There, yeah, everything kind of just becomes normal, and it's no longer interesting because you live there, and you're like... Well, and then not only that, but when you have kids and you're in a small town, you know everything to do. Yes. Because somebody done saw <laughs> so they can never get away with anything. So that's, I mean, I would much rather have that than being in a city and not having any idea what they're doing. Absolutely, so. absolutely. So I think, once again, we're here at Sitting Pretty with Monique and Sharon and really admiring just the fantastic facility that they have put together and the products that they are offering uh, to our locals. I highly encourage you to check them out. We're going to put their Facebook link in the description of the podcast. So if you're interested, you can just click on that link and it will take you directly to her page. Make sure you tune in on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. for their live offerings bingos or whatever she's got going on uh because she will have her uh what'd you say the discount we just sit and talk sit and talk I mean, sessions we, yeah i mean I, we get on and we catch up well, on what's small. going on the past, the last week just have that small town <laughs> yeah. living approach you know it's like everybody gets to sit on their own porch and have the conversation together mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, thank you once again, Monique, for sitting down and taking the opportunity to uh, allow me to interview you for this podcast. I, I appreciate the opportunity.